tremendous looking trophy. Hello, welcome to Platinum Search, number one PlayStation podcast that only records once a week. Ah, uh, <laughs> my name's Don Blight, and join me, Ash Helbley. Hey, Don, excited to be here recording an episode of Platinum Explosion. That's right. So, in case, well, no, I assume, Rick, if you listen to podcasts, you wouldn't notice because there was no episode last week. Uh, we did tweet out, of course. Uh, so, what happened was we recorded the episode, um, and then the video file got, on my end got corrupted, so I only had Ash's audio. Uh, look, I, I'm going to be honest, I'm just going to put it out there now. I wasn't too annoyed. Like, I've gotten, I've got really upset, like, pissed off before. Like, I, I kind of was like, I had that initial reaction of like, fuck. And then I, tr- I, I said to myself, I was like, if this happens, like we record so many shows, so many podcasts, things are bad to go wrong. You know, one out of however many, I was like, it's fine. And then after that, I was like, it's fine. You know, woosah, you know, just, yeah, just, that's like, it's probably for the best. I mean, some of the stuff you said on that episode, it's probably best that it never saw a lot of day. Would have been canceled. Uh, that's for yeah. sure. Pretty, pretty, pretty bad. Like, I mean, you did talk a fair bit about women's breasts, so. It's not even a joke, I did, that's true. <laughs> I don't know if I should even give context for where that fit in, but. Or will I keep you guessing until I bring it up at the same point? No, I'm not going to, I can't do the same, I can't do the same bit. I can't do the same bit, it won't work. It was funny in the moment. We'll see. We'll see, okay. Um, but it has been, of course we recorded, we, we uh, originally it worked out last week, we uh, delayed the episode by day to talk about the state of play, and then um, the episode shot itself. So, yeah, uh, but so, it, yeah. it's still so been PlayStation didn't fuck us. No, we fucked us. OBS fucked us. Yeah, OBS. <laughs> yeah, fuckers. Uh, but I mean, it's still been it's been a few days since we recorded to the point I can't really remember anything we talked about, which is probably helpful. So, because we have previously recorded straight after an episode shot itself, and that's a that's feels like you're oh that's always fun you feel like you're in a time loop so <laughs> yeah because like i want to make sure my material is retained mm, just, whereas you'll just want to weave and go in different directions yeah yeah i want to try new things you want to do the same things so. it's you, about you, rehearsal yeah you're, you're no, uh, <laughs> yeah you did the rehearsal <laughs> yeah uh something we didn't talk about last week that's happening <gasps> right now Live as we're recording, because I'm just going to put it out there. Context, because I need to give it. We are recording this week's episode on Sunday night. So even earlier than usual. (laughs) Even earlier than usual, because I can't wait to record it at our usual time, because I will be away for a couple of days. So we are recording this week's episode. It was either record early or Kieran comes and does the show. Yeah, so Um, look, it's very obvious. Obviously, I had to do it early. Um, <laughs> um, but what's happening right now, Sunday night, as we're recording live, is uh, a bunch of Grand Theft Auto footage has just leaked all over the internet. Uh, people are going crazy. I don't really have too much to say because I like I. The more interesting thing to me is people's reaction to this rather than the gameplay itself, I guess. But so press start writes here. Oh, where'd I go? Uh, Shannon writes, this is even one of the most significant game leaks of all time or one of the most elaborate mods we've ever seen, but either way, it's insanely fascinating. Just moments ago, over 90 videos and screenshots, some more than a minute length, length appeared on GTA forums, the largest Grand Theft Auto website, claiming to show off our first look at Grand Theft Auto 6. Several of those videos can be seen in tweets, and then below videos have collated them. The gameplay footage and screenshots perfectly matched what we'd previously been leaked about the game, showing off a Latina female pro- protagonist who appears to be named Lucia, Lucia? Let's see it, surely. Her male sidekick, who appears to be named Jason, going uh, going off the footage. The gameplay footage appears to show off a modern-day Vice City, 
But given the mix of it, it's hard to say for sure. The gameplay footage ranges everywhere from in-game in-mission gameplay to character animations and a huge variety of locations, including you know, downtown, city locations, strip clubs, stores, and more. One of the most telling parts of the footage in particular is a particular cutscene that has a poolside conversation between a male male play character seemingly named Jason, as well as two NPCs uh, that has full voice acting. Um, I'm not going to show any of this footage on the video version of Platinum Explosion because I can guarantee by within the hour or right now as we're recording, uh, Rockstar has its lawyers looking to <laughs> pull every single thing from the internet completely. Should they though? Uh, yes. So here's what. My- no, but is it that thing that you know? If you pull it, you, you confirm get it. Real. I feel like most yeah. people would know this. Like it's too it's too elaborate to be a, a hoax, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Okay. Like it's it's way too much. It's not like or ten. Is it? No, it's, it's not like ten seconds that someone managed to put together. Like it's it's a lot. So, um, a lot of people. Then twi- tomorrow it's like grandest leak, grandest grandest theft auto six coming from. Indie devs. Imagine. I think the... F- so, I don't feel... So, there's nothing that's good about this, right? So, this is <laughs> this is the, the, the boiled down of it. Nothing good comes from leaked gameplay like this. So, mm. it fucks over the devs, and then it fucks over anyone who cares about the game franchise and stuff. Because uh, looking through Twitter, just like ha- ha- clicking on the hashtag GTA 6 or whatever before, you've got people left, right, and center. Oh, it looks pretty shit. Oh, the animations are bad. Oh, you know, like all this sort of stuff. Like it's... It's uh, unfinished pretty clearly. <laughs> it's a unfinished, probably pre-alpha or alpha or whatever gameplay that you were never supposed to watch and everyone's critiquing it. It's very, it's very weird. Uh, is how I would boil it down. So, yeah, I, I don't feel like there's anything It's really like critiquing a movie for, based on footage of them filming them, making the movie. Yeah, which people do all the time, so. That's true. <laughs> Remember that footage <laughs> of Batman on the motorbike, like, riding through oh, yeah, a cemetery, right. which was actually, like, one of the final shots of the movie, and everyone was crit- criticizing that, saying it looked terrible and stuff, so, yeah. Happens all the time. Um, yeah, what, I don't know. What, what do you make of this? Uh, yeah, it's probably real. It's, you know, it's rough. How, I mean, how are they? Yeah, at least it's being made. We know that for sure. They're reasonably far along. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't, it kind of looks like GTA Five. Maybe a little bit prettier. Some of the, the environments look better than, I guess, the, the city in Grand Theft Auto looks, Five looks like. Um, but yeah, I mean, we knew it was coming. This is footage. I mean, it's kind of interesting from like a game dev perspective. I mean, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, like how, like even just the simple stuff, like the, they, how they measure the recoil on the guns and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, there's certainly interesting stuff there, but I don't think any, I don't think the layman, uh, gamer who's excited for GTA six, uh, this does much for them. <laughs> No, I don't feel like this gameplay would do anything for anyone because it's pretty average looking because it's fucking leaked alpha, pre-alpha yeah. footage. So. On the other hand, I don't think it's going to affect people's interest in the game. No, I? not at all, but I still think I don't think just- people are going to be disinterested in the next entry in the, fran- the highest-selling gaming franchise of all time. No. I don't think it affects the franchise. I just think it's just... 
you're now going to have a bunch of fuckheads like making YouTube videos, like pulling apart this for clicks mm. and talking about every frame like this and critiquing it. Uh, you know, and that's, it may sound like I'm exaggerating, but I guarantee that's exactly what you'll find all over YouTube in the next 24 hours. Yeah. Everyone's going to be looking for their big hit and there's going to be all these fuckboys with mm. the big clickbait thumbnails with their shock faces or and big titles saying, oh, GTA 6 looks bad and, you know, like whatever else or woke protagonist because you're playing as a female and, you know, all these things... I, this is what it's going to be, so I don't know. Anyway, it's interesting that it leaked. I have no idea how it leaked. That's the other probably most interesting to me is just how, what, when, why sort of scenario that something like this to this magnitude leaks because uh, it's it's one of the biggest gaming franchises of all time, probably one of the most anticipated sequels at the moment, um, and uh, it just leaked all over the internet. So it's... It's 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 weird. I'll, I was I was finishing work and I like look on Twitter and all I see is like everyone just tweeting, man, nothing interesting happening in games world today. You know, like variations that making memes. I'm like, what happened? Like, what what what, <laughs> what happened? So yeah, so that was a interesting interesting way to kick off Sunday. And I was gonna say originally, I was like, it doesn't really matter that we have to record this on Sunday. Because I highly doubt anything else is going to happen <laughs> after the state of play and uh, Tokyo Game Show. Like I, I assumed, and it probably might still be, but I would have assumed it would have been a quite games news week after a, after a TGS and state of play and Nintendo Direct last week. Like you'd assume it'd be quiet, but now we've got a Rockstar leak, so <laughs> like you can never be too sure what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into the state of play, <gasps> Dukes. What happened? <laughs> what happened? We've never talked about it before. <laughs> All right. Uh, overall thoughts. Just do that again. Uh, yeah. Good first out of play. Obviously, very focused on Japanese studios. A <laughs> uh, couple of interesting titles there, uh, but a lot of weeby games as well. Uh, and then, you know, you ended on God of War, which, you know, we weren't sure if it was going to be there, but they showed it, it gave us a bit more of a uh story slash gameplay trailer to mm. guests excited for a game that's coming out in only two months time for sure it is definitely coming out in two months time yeah so it's bayonetta so you don't announce uh limited controller if the game's not coming out no why would you do that yeah surefire sign that's coming sure. out uh yeah i thought it was a good state of play as well i was just quickly flicking through to remind myself what was even in this uh yes no i did think this was a good state of play <laughs> it's been a few days I memorable that's the word i, I would could describe this <laughs> state of play. everything was memorable every single thing was totally memorable i definitely remember everything that happened here it's fine but no uh yeah a few viewer our titles mostly obviously japanese focus because tgs that's fine god of war was a surprise to me i didn't actually think we would see that but that's cool um but probably i'll point out my favorite thing when we get to it uh so we'll get to that mm-hmm. and also there's something else in here now that i can sort of link back to and say hey that's in retrospect i'm more excited about yep. this franchise now so um and also so start, let's start with so they start Tekken six now when we talked about eight. this sorry eight what the fuck did i get six <laughs> from uh Tekken eight <laughs> gameplay so uh and when we talked about this street fighter six yeah that's, that's the one yeah. yeah last time we talked about this i was like oh, i wonder if this is gameplay and all this sort of stuff well it's lucky we had to record the podcast because playstation lifestyle rights it's easy to think that the Tekken eight state of play trailer looked too good to be true that's exactly what i thought when we talked about it last time uh and you won't be blamed for assuming that the reveal video is made up entirely of pre-rendered footage surely actual Tekken gameplay won't be running and looking that good when it launches on ps5 hardware well according to bandai namco's kashiro 
Harada. Yes, it will. Tekken 8 director uh, Harada has provided more details on what exactly viewers were watching during the State of Play reveal. He has explained that it was taken from the work in, project story, work in progress story mode and was, quote, played on PlayStation 5. Uh, continuing, in other words, all the character models, backgrounds, and effects are the same ones that are used in-game, end quote. The Tekken 8 gameplay shown in the trailer was to, quote, showcase the quality of the game on PS5, end quote. Visuals highlights include the newly created playable character models, little details like how water droplets run down character skins, and dynamic weather like tornadoes and waves. What's more, Harada says that the work-in-progress build's quality is dynamically improving every day. Um, we talked Last time... Uh, so, I mean, that excites me a bit more because, like, if it, if the yeah. I think if the gameplay looks anything like what's in the trailer, that's pretty fucking, it's pretty intense. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, it looked like it was gameplay, uh, except maybe a couple of small cuts, that cut close-ups and slowdowns yeah. and that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, if that's how it looks, it's super impressive. I mean, not that the Tekken games recently have not looked good. but uh, No, I think it's just the thing that presses me most is the... I know, just the, the, the dynamic backgrounds, the way that, yeah, the water's interacting yeah. with the character models, and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff that I was making me think it wouldn't be gameplay, but... Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, cool. I'd be, uh, I would be keen to try this. Tekken's probably the only fighting franchise I really have any attachment to, because um, it's the only one I played as a kid, so... Yeah. Um, keen to find out more. And I mean, look, look yeah. sounds like it's a lot further along than maybe we thought, so I would assume we see this... Um, yeah, ab- no. absolutely. Yeah, so uh, well, know. yeah, I suspect next year and next you know, year, yeah. fighting fans are going to eat next year. That's what we're hearing. Yes, yes, for sure. Fighting so. fans will be eating. Is the- <laughs> <laughs> and it's cool they've got like a Sephiroth tie in there somewhere Fuck as well. So, <laughs> look, if we ever record the podcast twice, just like take your jokes that didn't work last time and put them in the bin, right? Just put them in the bin. That worked last no, time. No, it didn't. It didn't work last time. He's got time. one wing. He's a one winged <laughs> angel. Fucking hell. Who do you think he is? Kenny Omega? Come on. Um, I can't be fucked, but I'm going to change things up. Last time I did this, I'm just going to fucking do what I want this time. All right, so the next thing they had was... Crazy. Like, not every... <laughs> unlike every other time. <laughs> Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge Enhanced was announced next. So they... Um, this is, I'm sure, in a long list of things going to come, and we can talk more about that in a minute, because that's definitely how it's going to go. Did, is they did now- Tales of the Galaxy's Edge ever come to... Uh, yeah, PSVR? I think so. Yeah, okay, pretty sure. Um, so t- this is uh, a new version, obviously, it's made for PSVR too. That's no, the- it was only on oh, Oculus Quest. Okay, what was the other one then? There was definitely another one, but I can't remember what one it was. There's another Star Wars one. I mean, on Vader was on, not Vader, something else, I think. Mm. It's like the Batu one, no, not Batu, something like that. There is another one. The quick Google search is not. Nope. Not doing it. All right. Anyway, uh, so we're going to get a mixture of games coming to play, play, bleh, PlayStation VR 2 that we've never seen before. They've been on Quest and other platforms, I'm sure. And we're going to get a bunch of games remade or ported uh, to the to the platform. So um, that includes a port we're going to get is Demio, which was the, the next thing we got, which is already on Steam. Uh, so it's a tabletop game. Uh, you got like moving miniatures, you're playing cards. It's like very visually interactive and everything. Looks very cool. I think, what did you say last time? It won the one VR game of the year last year from. I want to say upload. Upload yeah, VR. VR. Yeah, which is probably the biggest upload uh, VR site because they, they site, run yeah. their own showcase every 
over you and everything. So, um, and for the sake of changing things around this week, let's fucking skip straight to talking about VR now. Let's take a pause in the state of play. Last time I did this backwards, but let's fuck around. PlayStation VR 2. Actually, put the intro music here, Dylan, motherfucker. Put the music here. Let's just fuck shit around. PSVR for the players. PlayStation VR 2 was at Tokyo Game Show. Uh, and we have uh, Press Start's got a collection of quick impression pieces here. I'll read a f- couple of them now. So we didn't get to talk about this last time because it was like the day before Tokyo Game Show was going to kick off. So again, Sorry. it's like we should have just waited. We should have just, like, just not done an episode. Yeah, should have yeah, skipped it. Uh, so they say, Eurogamer said, wow, 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 wow. That's the word that keeps springing to mind when I try to sum up my time with the PlayStation VR 2 as a fervent fan of VR for many years now. It's safe to say that my first hands-on experience with Sony's upcoming headset wowed my VR-loving socks off. This sleek and stylish unit was all I could have wanted for an upgrade, a PSVR headset, and much, much more. Uh, GameSpot says, as previously mentioned, PSVR 2 feels like an iteration on the original, which should come as no surprise. However, what I learned from my first experience is that these small, smart tweaks and additions are more significant than they may seem. At a time when virtual reality feels like old news, PSVR 2 feels poised to be shot in the arm for it in the gaming space. It remains to be seen whether PSVR 2 will garner widespread interest, but at the very least, I'm more confident that they'll take us one step closer to realizing its full potential. Yes, a lot of what made it impressive for me was center-brand visual fidelity, but seeing is believing, and in VR, the possibilities for what you can see are endless. Uh, And then Upload VR said... PlayStation VR 2 offers striking visuals, a noticeably wider field of view, and high-fidelity haptics. The reprojection issues is disappointing, but this is still the most impressive consumer headset I've tried to date. So all around, everyone's impressions of PlayStation VR 2, um, from every outlet that I've seen, I haven't seen anyone's like anyone have major negative like, issues, some, yeah. small criticisms here and there, sure, but uh, all around, sounds fucking awesome, very exciting, uh, was you happy to see the the positive feedback? Positive. I guess from the first uh, public showing of the headset too. So yeah, I mean that's it, it's a good start. You know, I mean it was expected that people would get a positive response. Uh, it would have been a death knell if like they're going, uh, it's not as good as the move controllers. Um, <laughs> that would have been uh, pretty awful. Uh, the bar's pretty fucking low. So. <laughs> That, if it, if they didn't cross that bar, then you know VR might be dead. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that it, that was very positive news to come out of uh, TGS. Unlike the other news around PSVR that came out this week. Yes. So, um, well, I don't know. Do you think? No. no. So you gonna split up the VR? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. You, just, you said it was not good news, but I'm like, oh, I feel like it's not super. So PSVR games will not work on PlayStation yeah. VR two. Is the big headline. And Michael did write in right into our Discord earlier, right before we clicked record. So that worked out well. He didn't even know we were recording tonight. So good job. Six cents, Michael. But he said, <laughs> did you expect the PSVR 2 to have backward compa- compatibility for PS1 games? Did you? I'd hoped. Hoped. Just because, you know, that would have been best for PSVR in general, like the, the brand in general to be for it to have been backwards compatible. Uh, purely because you have that catalogue of games that you can go back and play. And people who maybe got PSVR, uh, bought a bunch of games, didn't love the control schemes, uh, w- would have like gone back and tried it with a higher fidelity, better controls, uh, 
optioned, you know, titles like Iron Man VR and uh, Moss and, uh, you know, Arkham Asylum, no, Arkham VR and that kind of stuff, yeah. So or even even just Beat Saber, day one, is be- are you going to have to buy Beat Saber again? Well, this is, the, this is the thing. But, so, this news came from the most recent PlayStation podcast where Hidaki Nishino, the Sony's senior VP of platform experience, broke the bad news. According to Nishino, because Sony designed the PSVR to, to quote, be truly next-generation virtual reality experience, the headset has more advanced features when compared to the previous iteration. Because of this, developing games for PSVR 2 requires a different approach. Um, mm-hmm. I, ne- I just, never expected I them to work <laughs> at all. I never, ever, ever thought that the games would work. What I am hoping and have been expecting is either up to the developers and up to the publishers at this point, but if you do a PS5, PS VR 2 version of Beat Saber, is it free for you if you already own it already? Or is I it mean, a simple couple dollar, five dollar upgrade? You know what I mean? Now we're getting down to the- It'd have to be an upgrade. Yeah. Now we're getting because down to the how much of the upgrades, who's giving free upgrades, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I guess it also depends on... It just comes down to how much effort it's going to take to change. Because obviously the there is a lot of stuff in the code that would be... They've made it work for the camera uh, facing towards you, taking tracking the lights. So everything on that end has to be adjusted yeah. in some way. I don't know much about VR coding, but I assume that would require a fair bit of work. Yeah, I mean, to, to uh, put- unless it's been ported to another s- system which uses something similar to what PSVR is about yes, to use. Yes, so that's what I'm thinking. VR too. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. So, yeah. So if if you're not keeping up for some reason, yeah, PSVR two tracks the headset via the lights on the headset. The camera picks up those lights off the headset and the move controllers, and that's how it uses your virtual space. PSVR 2 has a bunch of cameras on the front of the headset, and it's going to use though it uses those cameras to scan your environment and the, the controllers and, and all those other things. And I, at that stage, I don't really understand how it works. However, that's how it uses its tracking. Now, that is similar to Oculus Quest, or the MetaQuest, sorry. MetaQuest uh, 2 yep. and MetaQuest 1. So, if any game runs on that platform, I'm not going to say it's quote-unquote easy one-click button, but I would assume that it's easier to port anything that runs on that to PSVR 2 than a game that was only ever designed to run on PSVR 1, a la uh, Iron Man VR, that only is for Mm -hmm. PSVR 1. I would assume that requires a lot more work to run on PSVR 2. Yes. That's what I'm assuming. And, and thus, this is exactly why I never expected the games to transfer <laughs> straight over because it is a completely different headset system. It is a completely different controller system. Like, it is, it's not a, a slight PS4 to PS5. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, or oh, yeah, it looks a bit better. It runs a bit adjusted, yeah, like, you know? oh, this sort of thing, slightly adjusted. Same sort of innards, though, but it's more powerful. This is, this is, this is PS2 to PS3. You know, this is. Yeah, this is HD the 4K. I don't know. Like it, this is completely different. It's it's it's, it's VHS to DVD. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Anything away from those move controllers and that bullshit box with all the cords and the light tracking, it's completely different. So yeah, I'm I it is. So, I understand it's annoying and disappointing. However, what do you want? Do you not want a better headset? Like I, I understand. Yeah, it's annoying. You brought all these games. Okay, 
Too bad. You had your chance. You played with them. You played them. You're done. Do you want to play the better? If you've still got your PSVR, you can play with them. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, so that's about how I feel about it. Um, but then, yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's not a great like optically. It's not good for PlayStation. Like even though it's very difficult, uh, you would have hoped they would have found a way to make it work on the back end somehow. Uh, but you know, it, obviously, it's not a great start especially when we're probably going to be flooded with, like like you said, uh, PSVR 2 enhanced versions of various games in the next first 12 months or so. Uh, the people are going to be pissed off that they have to pay money for it again. Because that's, that, that, that's what consumers are like. They don't care. But, you know, they don't care how much work went into porting these games. It's the same game. I'm about to buy Beat Saber for the third time is, what, is how it's going to boil down. It's what's going to happen, yeah. And I'm totally fine with that. So they deserve your money. They, it's a very good game. If if I get some free upgrades every now and then for for some games, that'd be nice. If I can just pay for a, a, a nice, I don't know what the price is. Depends on the game. I think it shouldn't just be one fee. But if I can get some like not full priced upgrades, like if you already own the game, you can get it cheaper, fifteen bucks or something for an upgrade. That'd be great. I feel like that's the meeting in the middle. That's mm-hmm. similar to what you have happening for PS4 to PS5 games. So. Do you reckon this is why they haven't been putting many uh, PSVR titles as part of PlayStation Plus? No, I just don't think... They've known they've, this for a while. Yeah, I just don't think they've ever put many PS titles on PSVR. Yeah, so this, uh, on PlayStation Plus. So yeah. uh, talking about games, they'll become PSVR 2 and they'll be better than they were on PS... They are, though. Firewall Zero Hour was one of my favorite games on PSVR. And now it's getting a sequel. It was announced last week on the PlayStation blog, Firewall Ultra. It is apparently set five years after the original game. It's going to use some of the same characters slash contractors as they're called. It's going to use some of the same maps. However, they'll slightly have changed. Yes, what is this face? Was there some sort of plot to, the, to uh, justify yeah, there is a, why it's moved yeah, ahead five years? I, there is a plot. I don't. There's no story mode, obviously, but it's one of those games where there's like you can find shit to read and... Okay. There was like, if you cared, I never cared. So I, I have no idea what the plot was. Five years. Now they'll have yeah. once ago, like five years ago, there was a bunch of people who like shot shit up. <laughs> yeah, I, don't. <laughs> I have no, I have no idea. Um, but yeah. Nothing so but peaceful. <laughs> they're going to use some of the same maps and update them, add new maps and all these sorts of things. Uh, the major point, dot list of cool features coming to the game are uh, finger touch detection. Cause of course you've got the brand new controllers, adaptive triggers, eye tracking, the eye tracking is interesting. I wonder how they'll actually use that again. For the rendering, 1010 FOV, fast loading times, which is a funny dot point every time I see it, 4K HDR and haptic feedback. Um, I'm really excited. It's probably one of my most anticipated PSVR 2 games now because uh, Firewall Zero Hour was a lot of fun. Um, as someone who, I wouldn't say this genre in particular because this is like a, you must communicate hardcore tactical shooter is something that I would say I'm a massive fan of genre-wise. However, for some reason, playing it in VR just made it so much better. I don't know. Like, it's... I could never see... Like, I, I've, I've never really had a big interest to get into, like, you know, some hardcore Rainbow Six or, you know, so, something like that where you've got to coordinate with your team and stuff. But playing in VR where you're actually... You're moving around and you're, like, hiding behind corners and you, you can say to your teammates, like... There's a guy that just ran past me. He's going this way. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Just, just mm. add something to it, I guess. So, um, very cool. Very excited. 
to get my hands on that for sure and, and learn more about it. So they, they did have a quick gameplay reveal trailer, but um, well, I say gameplay, it didn't really show too much to be honest, but um, did show a couple seconds of someone holding a gun and stuff. But yeah, keen to learn more, that is for sure. Let's flick on back to the state of play. <laughs> yeah, doing it wild. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy was the next thing that uh, showed up here. They showed a new trailer for the PlayStation exclusive horror movie level thing within the game. Yep. Hogsmeade, I don't really care. I don't. You, I think you said you don't really care either. It's a horror I mean, thing. Yeah, so. I'm kind of indifferent on the game. Yeah. What is interesting is people are using this as an example of PlayStation uh, not being for the gamers and not having the big gamers' best interest at heart because they're keeping exclusive content for PlayStation. Uh, you know, after comments have made about the Xbox being against the Xbox acquisition. Um, I feel like people don't understand that generally with these kind of things, they're not... This, is this Imagine, wasn't content that was originally in the game. No. M- most PlayStation's t- like, hey, can you make something exclusive for us? Yeah. Well, that's so, part of a marking. Mm, they went, hey, let's just yeah. do some random scary shit with involving Hogsmeade. Yeah. A shot. So I'm sure there are cases where that isn't true. However, from what I... What we know from the majority of exclusive mission stuff that you will find in like PlayStation, Xbox exclusives, the stuff, quite often they are made for after the platform PlayStation, Xbox requests them. And that's quite often why these missions are only around 30 minutes or something very short. Cause they're very short. Yeah. Very short. Cause they're just and made generally yeah. inconsequential. Yes. A hundred percent. So like Spider-Man in the Avengers. Did that come out? Yeah, it did. Okay, right. I he's a character. He doesn't have like his own storyline or anything. He's just he's just there. Players. Yeah, okay. I yeah. completely forgot that was. A, yeah. I know most people did. <laughs> um, next thing we got in this state of play was a trailer for Like a Dragon, Ishin. Uh, so this was a game setting a trend for the weekend. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Like a Dragon, a uh, lot of Yakuza, and a lot of Yakuza like mm. games. Hey, I said Yakuza like, not the franchise. You said Yakuza first, and then said Yakuza like. Just, just shut the fuck up. The, so <laughs> the game was called Ryu Ga Gotoku, Gotoku Ishin uh, in Japan, which it never released outside of. Uh, it was initially released on the PS3 in 2014. Uh, it's a spin-off for the Yakuza. It's at the time it was called Yakuza. Shut the fuck up. The time. At it was, the time okay. Well, in Japan it was called Like a Dragon. Oh, so shut I mean. the fuck. In 2014, in America or Australia, if you were talking about the franchise, you would have said the Yakuza spin-off that did not release here. Would you have not? Would you have not? Yes, but we're in that 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, So this game is now coming to the West in February 2023. So it is a samurai Yakuza game. Thanks, Ghost of Shima. Thanks, guys. So, literally, thank Ghost of Tsushima. So, um, that's what I was saying before. So, after this event, now, if you listen to Arcade Couch that came out a couple of days ago for the week, talked yes, about it on, yeah, yes, uh, no, yeah. two days ago, Monday, this comes out yeah. on Wednesday. Um, the, I talked about on there how I watched the, uh, RN, whatever the studio is called, I fucking, RGG, RGG studio event thing. Um, and I watched that and I watched them talk about all the Yakuza, like a dragon game stuff. Uh, and then they shut the fuck up and then I'll, Explain Ash's bit in a minute, everyone. That's fine. Just calm down. Uh, I got really excited and they talked more about this and they talked about uh, how that it was actually the reason this game never released in the West was because they thought no one would care about it because it uh, is about Japan. 
uh, Japan's history and, you know, all this sort of stuff. But then after the success of Ghost of Tsushima, everyone was like, oh, apparently people outside of Japan may care about our history as well. So uh, let's release it. So that's what they're planning to do. But the thing that, uh, if you don't know, the thing that Ash keeps giving me shit about is because they've now <laughs> said that Yakuza is dead as a franchise name because in in Japan, the series has always been called like a dragon. Um, in the West... Because Yakuza are actually there and they don't like you, you don't, their name being They don't up. like Yakuza. Yeah, their name, Yakuza being used anyway. They don't want people to know that the Yakuza exists even though it's a well-known <laughs> thing. It's fucking dumb is what it is. Anyway, don't come for me, please. Don't hurt me. Um, I can never go to Japan now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shh, they don't exist. Um, but yeah, so they don't like you saying the Y word. So the game was called Like a Dragon in Japan. However, in the West, because they were like the Y word, doesn't shit. yeah they they don't exist there. They're called the Mob. <laughs> they um, can't read English. Okay. That's what that's what they're like. So we'll call them over there Yakuza. Uh, but now because the the games going forward are all going to just be worldwide, they're doing this whole thing, and they started it with uh, seven with the last one. They worldwide yeah. releases, no more of this. You know, six months later after it's already out in Japan, thing, no more mm-hmm. spin-offs not coming out worldwide. The plan going forward is, hey, this is a a pretty massive franchise. Uh, franchise, yeah. Over the last two to three years, I'd say maybe it's got like really popular outside of Japan. Like I'm sure it had like obviously it had a niche audience. Like, it had fans. It had for fans. I'm not saying time, like it's suddenly it had fans for a long time, but I'd say like mass popularity has blown up over the last two, three years, to the point that they feel comfortable now saying, We're gonna give you our spin-offs, we're gonna give you worldwide releases at the same time. And mm-hmm. we're not gonna even bother dubbing the game anymore. We're just gonna straight up put the game out. It's in Japanese. You've got subtitles. And we're going to ditch calling it a different thing for you. We're just going to, it's going to be called the same thing everywhere, which is called Like a Dragon, which is why Ash keeps giving me shit for calling it Yakuza. There's that whole bit explained, everyone. I hope you're happy. (sighs) But the other thing is that I'm definitely playing. I have to say Yakuza because it's fucking cold at Ash. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to be playing Yakuza Kiwami uh, soon. I was going to play it the other day. Just rebrand them all. If they go back and change the title, but when I click on the PlayStation icon, it clearly says Yakuza <laughs> Kiwami. So if they want to update the icon, they fucking can, and I'll call it something else. Um, but yes, I, I will be streaming and playing that sometime. Yeah, I, I don't know where this touch because as I said, I'm off the next, I'm in Melbourne for a couple of days for a work thing. But um, So when I get back, I don't so know. Never. Yep. So never. When I get back, motherfuckers, I was legit <laughs> going to do it the other day, and then my fucking internet has been absolute dog shit the last couple of days. It was, I just couldn't. So... Um, these things happen. I can't. They do. My internet's fine like ninety nine percent of the time. It has every. It has a few days a year where it just. I don't know. It needs to take a break. It needs to take a break. I don't know. Anyway, um, like we all do, you know. Yeah. Like we all do. Do we though? Do we? No. Uh, Not here at the explosion. Network. That's fuck. That's right. More qu- quantity over quantity. Um. <laughs> quantity over less quantity. Quantity over less quantity. Yeah, that's right. What is grammar? Uh, Pacific Drive, the debut game from Ironwood Studios, uh, got announced. It seems to involve an apocalyptic event where you're driving a car uh, in the post-event. Uh, learnt that it is like a the developer has called it a car roguelike. Car, car, or no, they used a better word. Anyway, it's a car roguelike. So it seems like you'll be driving and attempting to, I guess, escape this area or something like that. Uh, and then like, I presume you're going to die a lot or crash or monsters are going to get you some shit like that and then you have to try again and maybe you get different upgrades and 
I don't know. It looks kind of cool. I'm definitely interested. I don't fully understand what you're doing or what the problem is, but uh, I'm down. I thought it looked pretty unique-ish. I can't remember what you said last time, so tell me now. I mean, yeah, it kind of looks like a Knight Rider, but in like a post-apocalyptic kind of world. Mm. You know, with the talking car, they can do weird shit, you know, needs upgrades all the time. Kit. He plays Dazzle House of Hulk. No, Kip. Kit. Kit. Kit, yeah. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Big Massive fan. fan. Massive fan. I knew the game. Not Kip Sabian, uh, Kit the car. That's right. Yeah. Kit. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation Stars then got talked about for a bit. The non- It's a road-like. Road-like. That was. That, was that was the good That was the good bit. Road-like. <laughs> very good. Thank you. Very smart. Yeah, very smart. Appreciate it. Uh, so we're going to go a brief update on the PlayStation Stars rewards program. So this is the thing you'll be able to like earn and unlock through trophies and whatever else. Uh, you can showcase them on. So I did a little bit more reading after last time we talked about this as well. So <laughs> I've nothing but the only benefit of re-recording stuff is I learn a bit more. You're so more informed. More informed, yeah. Not talking out your ass. Not talking out my ass because we recorded like the same day. Um, so you will be able to at launch. So this is rolling out now in Japan first and then like this month. And then it's going to then proceed to roll out. They didn't say exactly what order. Anyway, it's a, but it's rolling out slowly around the the world from now. So we'll get it at some point. I'm sure we'll wake up one morning and they'll be like, hey, this is out tomorrow in Australia. It depends if they're going clockwise or anti-clockwise. It depends if they decide we're part of oceanic Asia territory or Europe Europe on the complete opposite side of the country like they do half the time, dumb motherfuckers. Look at a map. Look at a map. (laughs) Honestly, look at a map, you fucks. Um, the uh, blame the British. It's literally like four hours to Japan or whatever, and they're like put us next to fucking England. Yeah, we're part of the British Empire. Something. Yeah. So God save the king. Um, the don't get me started. Um, the <laughs> still on TV. It's still on TV. I can't. I just fuck off. <laughs> just fuck off. I mean, hopefully by now it will have stopped, seeing as the funeral just happened. All I know uh, is- Although I assume the coronation's going to be soon, so that'll be a big thing, and they'll be on the TV. This motherfucker- uh, But yeah, check out the most recent arcade couch between the cushions to get our initial reactions to the Queen die. Here's my post-reactions. Re- this cunt is the daftest, most spoilt prick I've ever seen get his first job oh, at one. 70. That motherfucker- He's just, he's a fuckhead, isn't he? Like, honestly, he, he, here's the thing. <laughs> Everyone's lining up at the moment. Oh, the Queen, we love her. I'm like, I understand people love the Queen. All right, yeah, whatever. There's a lot of people queuing up for the Queen, and then yeah. a lot of when people he queuing dies, up old, they're not sure which one's When he dies next year, after, ha- like, fucking, I don't know, choking on the most, choking on a peanut because his fucking maid forgets to pat his back, because I'm sure that's, apparently he has toothbrush put on his to- fucking toothbrush. His food isn't chewed up. Yeah, they, yeah, and spat out like before a- Before they baby bird Yeah, but birdie birdie, because that sounds like something that would actually happen with this motherfucker. Yeah, when he dies because of these things, I guarantee he's going to have like four pricks show up on the road to say goodbye to him, because I don't know who to care, who care. Anyway, there's my, no one cares about this motherfucker. Fucking God's Jesus Christ. Anyway, what was I talking about? PlayStation, <laughs> PlayStation, PlayStation Stars. Yeah, right. So you can put it on your uh, your app. If you use the app at first, that's how it's going to work at launch. You'll be able to put things and like showcase, uh, like have a showcase thing on the PlayStation app. Mm. If you look at your profile and uh, show off like cool things you've unlocked in there, that will come to PlayStation eventually. But it's not going to be there at launch. It's going to be via the phone initially. Yeah. So. Uh, that's still pretty cool, I think. And, uh, and I think the last time we talked about it, we, we agreed that these, these, uh, 
The things literally look like they're ripped from Astro's Playroom, the ones they show off in the video, yep. uh, which is, that's kind of a uh, a good thing because, of course, we uh, everyone loved looking at those. So, um, yeah. But yeah, highly detailed models of stuff you can hopefully like press buttons and interact with and show off. And it's just a bit of fun. I, I have no problem with this. Bit of fun. It's just a bit of fun. And the key, other key thing is this isn't all of what PlayStation Stars is. It isn't just. No, this get is these just an element. This is part of the yep. program. Yep. Part of also the- not NFTs. Also not NFTs. Very fungible. Yes. Everyone's like, "What the fuck is wrong with the world?" In which you can earn a digital, like a virtual item like this, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's an NFT." Like, how fucked are we now? Come on, Jesus Christ! Uh, next thing we got is Singuality. Uh, it looks like Titanfall, but anime. It's got mechs. I think we that was about the summary of it. Yeah, that's about yep. it. Yep. Uh, I mean, I'd play. Looks like the girl from uh, Overwatch. Yep, that was the joke last time. I remember that. Diva. Yep, that's her name. There we go. Yeah, we didn't remember it last time, so we've improved. Improved. Uh, Stella Blade was the next thing. So this was revealed initially as Project Eve at last year's State of Play in September, fittingly. So uh, now it's called Stella Blade. It is a. Con- I just remembered what happened last time I talked about this. Is that I fucking forgot the bit? I just remembered. Okay, tight. Uh, so this uh, co- the combat looks like a Souls game mixed with a God of War game. I don't know if that means it's going to be hard or easy. I think it looks pretty cool. Ash, what do you think of this one? <laughs> looks like a crazy weeb game, you know. Uh, yeah. Not much else to go on. You know, apparently it's about, like, the world. It's a apocalyptic world in which, you know, they're trying to restart the, the uh, human race. So, yeah. It's fine. Cool monster designs. Looks pretty cool. I'm keen to play. Other models are quite interesting. Fucking hell. You motherfucker. I was watching uh, Alana Pierce react to it, and she said their boobs were just moving all over the place. Who was? Unnatural way. Who said that? Alana Pierce. Did she say that? So I'm allowed to say it? (laughs) Yeah. I'm good now? Because last time you were looking at me like, Dylan, I'm not sure if if you can say that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll say it again. I'll repeat. I'll spend less time on it this time, because last time I probably spent too much talking about the fucking boobs. But video viewers, look at what I'm about to show you. Watch this sequence here. This character here is talking. He's got the mask on. Cool. Now watch this. Watch the girl in the back. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Listen, that's how the human race died off. There's no boob muscles, so they couldn't feed any of the babies. Okay. Yeah, I spent no milk in there. I think last time that's we- why. <laughs> The boot, the anime boot physics reason. in this game are fucking nonsensical, is what they are. Every character in this opening cinematic takes about two steps, and their boobs are like, like they're just fucking like. Wild <laughs> it's not that much. <laughs> just move a little bit. <laughs> but anyway, it's ridiculous. Just so you notice, right, I feel bad now that you say a lot of pieces said it. Though. I feel like I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I lied. She did say no. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, the game looks good. Other than I just, it's got weird fucking boob physics. I don't know what the hell's going on. It's just, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. I know what's going on. Um, Rise of Ronin was the next thing. So, uh, action RPG PS5 console exclusive coming in 2024 from Team Ninja. It looks open world. Looks uh, fucking cool. Set in 1863 Japan. Um, I'm keen for this. I, I think it looks very good. We're getting a, a sort of, it's the year of the, what's well, the, I don't know, the century? Edo period. No, I was about to say, it's like we're, we're living in like the century of the fucking samurai games at the moment or whatever, but 
Oh yeah. Yeah, but uh Edo Yeah, Edo period I believe is where the game is set. Yes. It's a Yep. Uh, but yes, I'm very keen for this. I think I mean it makes sense that there's so many samurai games when, you know, Dark Souls is the massive you know, Soulsborns are the massive franchise at the moment. Anything with a sword. I think it was sword. This game has will guns. be very popular. You know? Well this one does. That's true. Yeah, so it's kind of like uh, Dark Souls meets uh, some other franchise that it's very similar that would have guns in it. Doesn't Bloodborne have some guns in it? Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. I was just about to say I played, and I completely forgot until a second ago, I was playing a demo for, um... oh, I played, that's right, fuck. I'll I did see now. This episode is just a fucking... Let's talk about PS. Let's mess. talk about the gaming segment at the top of the episode. Um, <laughs> screw structure. <laughs> screw structure. Screw. I'm doing a list episode last year. It's all over. Anyway, I played um, about half an hour of the uh, Wo Long Fallen Dynasty demo. That is uh, Team Ninja's latest uh, game that they got coming out. The demo. It's very much. Um, uh, I would say I only played the demo of. I never played a demo of Neo. I've never played any of the actual games, but it seems a little bit less convoluted than Neo. Um, it's got a bit more stealth elements in it, at least than what I thought of. It seems fine. Like obviously, it's still that Souls-inspired setting and stuff. But again, it's set during the same period as I, I got reminded because I'm pretty sure it's set during the Edo period as well. So that was my yep. reminder. But um, combat is fast. Um, I was playing, I was having a good old time. I was playing for about half an hour. Then I was like, oh, there's a giant wolf thing down there. Let me go see if I can fight that. It fucking pounced on me out of nowhere and killed me in like two hits. I was like, yep, certainly as a Souls like. <laughs> good times. So I love it. Yeah. So I did play that. Um, that was, that was kind of cool. But yeah, I'd say I'm more interested in the Team Ninja um, Rise of the Ronin because uh, Team Ninja, unless they decide to fuck around with the formula, don't. So far, you know, this game, Rise of the Ronin, would, should, and could most likely be a just straight open world action RPG, not a Souls-like action RPG. It's a game that Ash would be more interested in playing than okay. Long. would be my assumption. I mean, Team Ninja, Team Ninja makes, you know, hack and slash fighting games. They don't make, you know what I mean? They make a- Impossible play video games. No, yeah. So what do they put out? Bayonetta, Astral Chain... Team Ninja don't do Bayonetta. Not Bayonetta. Why the fuck do I say Bayonetta? Um, they've got Bayonetta on the mind. Yeah, I do have Bayonetta on the mind. Willian into existence on PlayStation. <laughs> I'm not fucking... Uh... No, don't say that. I'm just happy to have it. I'm happy to have it. Don't take it back. Please, I only just got it. <laughs> Please, only... Listen, we're delaying the game because we're porting it over to PlayStation 5 Please. and want to release at the same time. I only just got it. Please. Um, what the fuck was I thinking of? Not... Because I only recently got into the, the hardcore... What? I don't know. I guess Ninja Gaiden, but those games were like considered hard, but they weren't. They weren't um, Souls hard, I guess. And then they only just got into the Souls stuff with Neo, but that's not really their yeah. thing. And then obviously they did Stranger of Paradise last, and that was like a mix of elements. But that game had difficulty settings, yeah. so like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I would, I would assume Rise of the Ronin if they put out. So Wolong's supposed to come out next year. Rise of the Ronin's the year after. I would assume that if Wolong's their next Souls-like thing, then I'm gonna. I'm assuming Rise of the Ronin is a just straight action RPG. So we won't really know for a while, but 
Uh, and then we close on God of War Ragnarok, getting an official exclusive limited edition DualSense controller. Pretty hot. Imagine if they had finished the state of play with just the controller of it. I really thought they were, so. Because they're like, hey, it's one more thing. I really thought they were. Really scared me for a moment. But no, we got the uh, we got the first actual gameplay trailer that we've had for God of War Ragnarok in what seems ten, like 10 millennia, millennia. And it was a banger. Absolute banger. So now that, yeah, it's been days since this. Have you have you gone back and rewatched it? Have you, like, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I've watched it a few times. I mean, it, it's a good trailer. Yeah. Get me excited. Play the next game. Oh, I saw you was playing trace. it the other day. What the fuck was going on there? No, I'm not wasn't playing it. Was your brother? Playing, okay. I was like, what yep. the fuck? Okay. Yeah. I was yeah. like, wow, you really you just got finished hyped. It, so, yeah, I, mean, I was like, yeah. you really got hyped. <laughs> no, I didn't get that hyped. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Very keen, you know. Obviously, we get uh, see a little bit of gameplay in there. Uh, lots of different environments. Very, very pretty. Like, very, pretty. very varied uh enemy designs it looks like you won't be fighting like an endless line of trolls uh we hope fingers crossed i have to do that on twitter um, every day so i don't want that in my video game so. yeah well at least on in at least in god of war you can actually kill the trolls yeah so um <laughs> and yeah and then we had you know uh thor versus kratos the fight which i'm curious to see where that's going to take place in the actual game start the game baby. could it be like that big opening uh, compa- would it be the companion fight to the Baldur fight at the start of uh, God of War? I'm hoping they have something Gen-Gen. like that. So, okay. Um, but yeah, my uh, I've watched it only once more since we recorded last time, but um, on the big screen. Had to do that watch, you know. Mm. Um, the it looks fucking great. The art direction shown off in this trailer, the varied locations, the 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 different environments, the beautiful scenery, the the different types of creatures from big to small ones. It looks fucking good shit to me. I'm very keen for this. Um, I went from being being like, oh yeah, like I'm definitely gonna play it. Like, no, I, I went from the level of excitement was when it's like when we get to that week, I'll start to be a bit more excited. But I didn't love the first game enough to be like, oh my god, I can't wait. Like, I'm sure when it, like. If they never put out another trailer, it would have got to God of War week and I would have been like, I'm pretty excited to play God of War this week. You know, like, just mild. But now that mm. off this trailer, I'm like, fucking... Just give it to me. Give it to me. You know? That's what... So, it definitely was a... Um, as far as trailers go and getting getting you excited for a game, I, I have absolutely no complaints there. I'm very keen for this. I think it looks fucking... Yeah. I think it was the different... The just how different everything in the, Every second within the trailer looked every different location and stuff mm. like that that's how much um the very the different levels of like cinematic stuff happening and whatever else uh that part with the wolves i still keep coming back to that with the chase yeah. and the moon and the sun i can never remember their names but fucking yeah but yeah it kind of raises the question of like where it's going to be where where is it going to take place every you know, is it going to be this semi-open world like the first one was or uh, is it going to be a bit more uh leveled off or you know, how much backtracking are we going to do? Uh, that kind of stuff, I guess. It's hard to tell from this trailer because obviously you can just transport between different worlds, I guess, yeah. like they did in the first game. Uh, yeah, it'd be interesting. Are we going back to the lake? Uh, I hope not. But it's frozen over because, you know, it's Ragnarok and everything's True. cold now. But still, I'm good. Uh, 
David Arbor will star in Neil Blomkamp's Gran Turismo film. Lights bleeding cool. Neil, uh, David Arbor news is coming fast and furious today as we have now learned that he'll star in Neil Blomkamp's Gran Turismo film for no, Sony. That's the other franchise. Jason Hole and Zach Balin wrote the script for the film, which is actually based on a true story. The film is the ultimate wish fulfillment tale of a teenage Gran Turismo player whose gaming skills won a series of Nissan competitions to become an actual professional race car driver. Not sh- what I am sure most expected from a Gran Turismo film, but this is what we are get- getting. Um, I- I'm going to be honest. David Harbour does seem a bit old to play a teenager. I don't think he's playing the teenager. I'm going to assume oh, okay. he's playing someone else. I, I could be wrong, but I'm going to say that he's probably not playing the team. Anymore. Okay, yeah. I'm actually pretty excited for this movie. I think it's a pretty cool story. I can't remember if I said this last time we talked about it, but I think this- I think so. I think this story, this true story, is so much more interesting than some dumb, just car racing movie with Gran Turismo plastered onto the, the, the mm. front of it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I actually think this, I think this has potential. At least on paper, as far as I, and I, I think people will uh, laugh at this idea and think it's dumb, but I honestly feel like there's the potential here for this to be a really cool story. The fact that it's a true story and everything. I think, I think, I think it's on, on paper, a cool story, heartwarming story about someone who takes their, their passion for racing in video game to real life racing. I think that's cool, don't you? Uh, yeah, obviously it's a blank slate that they can do pretty much anything with, so... Uh, and then just use the Gran Turismo logo and music and like imagery to like enhance the story or like market it, you know. So yeah, I'm keen. I'm like David Harbour. Yeah, I assume he's gonna play like. I think I read somewhere else he's gonna play like a coach. I was gonna say a coach or yeah. something. Yeah, to like help them actually drive actual cars. Yeah. And David Harbour improves anything he's in, so. Mm. So cool. Did you play Except Hellboy. Except for what? Hellboy. There was no improving that movie. I never watched it, so. My, I'm still 100% David Harbour. I appreciate it, right, in my, in my town. Yeah. yeah. Let's know any comments, questions, comments, questions, concerns you've had about anything we've talked about this week. Uh, if you're upset we didn't have an episode last week, uh, you can just forget that. I'm sorry. Just, but, you know, save your tweet. Uh, you can head to explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter to tweet at us. You can head to explosionnetwork.com slash Discord to write in questions for the show like Michael did earlier or leave and talk to us about whatever the hell you want over there. And if you liked this episode and thought it was worth a dollar, head on over to Kofi, explosionnetwork.com slash support. Donate to help keep the lights, mics, and podcast website and news brightened and review heightened website, explosionnetwork.com, up and running. And until next week, remember that every trophy counts. And I did. Let me pull one last surprise for you. Spend the exuberant six to seven dollars to buy the absolute horror pet the dog game that just came out, which is what happened after Ash. I'm not sure I'm breaking news for you right now. Remember that game? Uh, press X for trophies. Uh, they pulled it off the PlayStation yeah. Store. It's not coming anymore. Anyway, that developer is now back. They've uh, they've changed the game. It's now called Pet the Dog. Yeah, it has 72 trophies. Is the dog called X? No, it's nope. There's a dog. <laughs> literally. Blank screen, absolutely trash, horrible JPEG image in the middle of the screen. You press X, the transparency goes off and on. You just press X 2,000 times, 71 bronze trophies, one platinum, absolute dog shit, horrible waste of money. I had to buy it for the memes that I would never- the dog shit. No, 
I would never spend that much on your money in a platinum, but because it was because it was this big news story, I was like, oh, fuck it, I better buy it. Better see what the, uh, better see if it is as bad as uh, we thought it would be. And yes, it's terrible, but every trophy counts. Goodbye.